Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Reclaiming Reality. I'm going to begin today with a quote. If we want to be fair judges of all matters, let's convince ourselves, first of all, of this, that none of us is without guilt. Seneca. I was in the gym today. As you know, I typically am in the gym all the time. And I was about to wrap up my workout. It was an active recovery day, so I was trying to relax. And one of the gym owners, his name is Max, I call him Shifu, comes in and says, Yo, Charles, you want to go for a lap? And I was like, yeah. And we ended up doing a lap of lunges around the building. Um, And I don't know why my gut told me to go on this lap, because I don't like lunges. Nobody wants to lunge 300 meters with weights. It sounds dumb. But I knew for some reason that I needed to talk to Max. I knew at the time also that I was in a terrible mood, absolutely awful, and just kind of angry and pent up, and I didn't really know why, but I knew I needed to talk to Max. So he and I went about our way, just kind of doing a warm-up, did some lunges, and he told me about his life and the things that were going on with him, and he asked a couple things about me. Lo and behold, we started talking about this podcast, Reclaiming Reality. And he brought up kind of what it was about. I was like, well, it's kind of a religious thing, but it's also kind of not because we talk about big concepts and how we see those through a Christian lens as opposed to just kind of Christian indoctrination over and over and over again. It's like, hey, these are real things that we're talking about. And he told me something to the effect of, you know, I used to be really Christian once. I was like, oh. and But then he learned that... You have to be loving, which sounds super backwards. Now, Max is one of those type of guys that you could look in his eyes and tell that he actually cares about you. You know, he's just like a really good dude who wants to learn about the world around him and experience different cultures and see things from lenses outside of his own, right? Real good dude. I would trust Max. And I realized over the course of our conversation that he saw that there was kind of a flaw in the way that church was churching, if that's a word. He brought up a guy, I think his name was Christopher Hitchens, maybe Hitchinson. And essentially he's an atheist that debates a lot of Christian philosophers And he made the point that the Catholic Church had come out with an opening statement. And this man, this British philosopher, essentially told them, you need to apologize for all of the wrongs that you've done. I was absolutely taken aback when he said that. I was like, huh. You know, when I think about it, we've never apologized for anything. And let me make something perfectly clear up front. I do not believe that Christ needs an apology. Caveat with that is there's a church that has done a lot of things in the name of Christ that weren't exactly Christian things. And those things were wrong. Now, I can't speak on behalf of the entire church or the entire congregation of Christians across the world. 
But for those things that I know that have occurred that were wrong, like the Spanish Inquisition, um, the perpetual rape and molestation of young children by church leadership, um, and many other things I'm sure we'll get to in just a moment, I do believe that an apology is in order. The reason I am making this video at all is because I know in my heart of hearts that there are a lot of people who feel alienated and disgusted and turn away from the glorious revelation that is Jesus Christ because some Christian did something that was heinous. And you can't forgive them. Um, this is reclaiming reality and we take things for truth. And we are all about the truth. And the truth of it is, there is no justification for murder in the name of Jesus. There's no justification for rape or even the excessive legalistic shaming that comes with a lot of religion. There have been a number of wars that have been fought in the name of religion. Not all of them, but a number of them for sure. There have been people hurt, families ostracized, people judged, communities completely torn down by religion corporately. And that's every part of the world. And I'm not going to stand here before you and tell you that those things didn't happen. And I'm not going to defend all religions in the name of Christianity, as absurd as that would be. But I am sorry. I'm sorry if you've ever felt like you can never go home. Because your lifestyle is one way and your family's beliefs are another. I'm sorry if you feel like you could never turn to anybody. Because you didn't know what to do when you were pregnant with your child. And you decided to abort it. I'm sorry for all of those people who were forced against their will or coerced into doing sexual acts for members of the cloth with the clergy. I'm sorry to every group of people who was going about their lives, just doing what they were going to do, and then someone showed up with a cross and burned it in their front lawn. On the name of their God, decided to... to ensue a holy war against them. I'm sorry for every heart that was broken because you felt like no one truly loved you when the church should have. I'm sorry for the communities that were torn apart, for the women who were torn down and pushed into a corner as if they were nothing. Or traded like some sort of commodity in the name of religion. I don't know how much that happens in Christianity specifically. But in the name of religion, I am sorry. I am sorry for being the judgmental Christian. And this is me personally. Whoever thought that for a moment I was holier than anybody. Because I'm not. I'm just a man. I am broken and flawed and I am not without guilt. 
And I have taken up the mantle to represent Christ as his son, one of his elect. And I know that I've pushed people away and I hate that I have. And I'm sorry. If I have done or said anything to offend anybody or to push them away or to think that this Christ isn't the thing that I want, that I need. Whether that because of my sin or my desires or whatever. And I've done much of that. I've done a lot of it. I'm sorry for all of the Christians who couldn't show any grace and just force their truth down people's throats. I'm sorry for all of the Christians who just preached nothing but grace and allowed so many people to fall into turmoil. And I'm sorry above all that we haven't shown you what it's like to be Christ-like. With all that to be said, we are people too. And you have to draw a, a line between Christ's and Christians. Because Christ is different. He is the holy man, both fully God and fully man. He was absolutely loving. He was kind. He was patient. He was graceful. He was truthful and he was honest. And everything that he spoke, he spoke with truth, knowing with all authority that what he said was the healing balm that all of us needed so desperately. He would have loved all of us. And not just loved us in a way that was tolerant. He would have loved us in a way that gave us life. And then when he arose to heaven, he gave us that mantle and said, go and do this. And in a lot of ways, we've messed that up. Whether that be something as big as the Crusades or something as small as ascribing an entire faith to a political party. I'm sorry for that. We are only human. Christianity, all of us, we're just human. But Christ, if I could tell you a little bit of a Christ just for the moment, the Christ who said, let all the children come to me, the one who was so caught in his mission of bringing love and truth and freedom to the captives that he was willing to go on a mission without food or shelter for years. He was the one who saw the woman who had hemorrhage for years, who was declared to be unclean and saw her with love. He was the one who fed the people who were just following him. He was the one who encouraged the people he was with to take steps of faith. He was the one who gave life and truth, who stood up for those who couldn't speak for themselves, who stood by those who were in trouble, who never hurt anybody, who never harmed anybody, who just loved. And he called out those who were the religious elite for being sinful. And he loved each of us so much that he was willing to lay his life down so that we may be able to be with him that we may be able to commune with him, that we may be able to know him. Jesus is love, and he's patient, and he is kind, and he, is, he keeps no records of wrong. He is all that we have needed 
And I am sorry for every time that the church didn't step up and fill the role and exemplify what Christ meant to be. But we are only human. We are only human. And then in a lot of ways we could do better. But this is my ask of everybody who can... Excuse me. This is my ask of everybody who can hear this or see this. That... I really want you to know that we are not perfect, but Christ is. So if we have turned you away, please forgive us and give our God, even if it's just a chance. Let us help you to know him for who he is, not who we perceive him to be, but who he is. Like this video, share it, share it with a friend who's not a believer, who is really angry at religion. Um, comment below. <laughs> if you got something to say, please hit us up at the Reclaiming Reality Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google Music, YouTube. We're going to be on some Facebook groups in a minute. Please like this video and let's get the conversation started. This has been Reclaiming Reality. We will talk to you all next time. Thank you.